welcome to Hour of Devastation, a weekly Magic the Gathering podcast where we talk all things Magic the Gathering. I'm your host, Joe Loudon, and with me always is Sam Neil. Hiya! And this week we also have an awesome special guest for you, it's Kirsty McIntyre. Yo! How's it going? That's not too bad, how are you? Awesome, yeah, not bad, not bad. Sweet. So this week we've got Kirsty on the podcast to yes, talk some like really cool things which we, we don't really cover a lot, um, at least we haven't done recently. I think a lot of the focus recently has been on formats and, you know, we had the episode last week about modern in particular and doing a bit of a deep dive on that. But really this week we kind of want to talk about community, I guess the, the gathering part of Magic the Gathering, what <laughs> makes the, the magic community so great, what areas could do with a bit of improvement. And Kirsty's been just writing some amazing articles and gathering some real great feedback from the community. And yeah, we just thought it'd be a really cool opportunity to get Kirsty on here to you know, talk about the community. Yeah, I mean, it's something I've wanted to, you know, I talk about it all the time, I'm not on the podcast. So yeah. it makes sense that I sort of go off on one on the podcast, right? Be loyal to my own personal brand. Yeah, for sure. I think my friends are quite happy that I'm going to talk to somebody else about it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I know that feeling. I think people just get tired of me constantly going on about it, but it's incredibly important. So yeah, it is definitely. So for those who don't know, do you want to give a, a brief history, sort of, slash introduction to yourself as a Magic player? Yeah, so I've been playing since I think just after Theros came out, so that was about 2013. Cool. Um, I certified as a judge in I think 2016. About three years ago this summer um i've judged a few competitive events i run um unsanctioned magic locally because we don't have a local game store so i'm sort of in charge of in charge of that side of things as well Sweet. so i kind of cultivated a little community locally as well as being part of the the bigger scottish scene awesome that's really cool bit of a bit of a thankless job sometimes but <laughs> it's it's nice to see a community sort of grow week on week as people start getting into the game yeah absolutely i think i think you have a large part to play in that with um with your your writing and your um you know sort of you had you've had a couple of posts recently about autumn's win at the mythic championship and about women in magic as well yes they were both delightful to read oh, thank um, you very much <laughs> yeah it's, it's, <laughs> yeah i mean I, I know a lot of people have been um just found it really important to just have that sort of a big a big sort of article where just loads of people are talking about how important these things are and how, how important representation can be yeah i mean with the one on autumn's win in particular i I had about maybe five or six people come and speak to me and then I put it on Twitter and I wasn't expecting it to be anywhere near as wild as it was. Yeah, I had so many people <laughs> messaging me that was just completely... Un- I think it was started off at about 800 words or something and I think it was about nearly 5,000 by the time I finished oh, wow. just because the response to it was so far beyond anything that I thought it was going to be. But it's, it's nice that so many people have kind of seen that opportunity to to speak up and have their voices heard yeah absolutely i mean i think i, I messaged you pretty late in the pretty late in the day when you were sort of uh, collating information yeah and just talking about the, how much it I think was you were the, uh, i think you were the last the last input that before sounds I, before i before i sent it off into yeah, that the sounds about right for me. Yeah, that sounds about right. I uh, I tend to be the last to to turn up to most things. Yeah, that, that that stuff was that was really really cool just to see sort of a first a first hand experience of, of what it meant to people. Yeah. Um, and I think it's something that isn't talked about enough. Yeah. I think because I mean a lot of a lot of um, professional magic players, a lot of WotC staff, are very cognizant of the stuff and trying to try and improve the community and trying to make it a better and more welcoming place for a lot of people. But in terms of I guess the sort of more casual players, the people that play at F and M, people that like go to the occasional GP, I think it's something that isn't really spoken about enough yeah i mean even the number of people that spoke to me and said you know i my friend now feels that she can go and play at fnm and i feel like i can go and play a gp and things like that just off 
off the back of, of winning the Mythic Championship. Just that, that, you know, that level of seeing that level of representation has had a huge impact on so many people. Whether it's going to their local store now, we're actually going to compete. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I mean, it had. I've been playing Magic for six years ish, but it's just it that kind of thing just makes me feel just a bit more comfortable and a bit more willing to be open um, yeah. and give me the sort of confidence to be myself rather than trying to sort of hide away and just and just play the magic. I guess. Yeah, yeah um, I've definitely seen a lot, a lot of people have sort of similar responses. Now, I do think it it almost does feel like this kind of like turning point, like for want of a better phrase, like feels like a lot of people feel like they're again like want of a better phrase have a bit more like i don't know like legitimacy is it is that the, is that the phrase i want to use like i think it's a lot of i think it's like sort of just terms of sort of respect i guess yeah for sure yeah, yeah. like the, one you of know. The, the, the things that kind of struck me was a couple of people said when they sent things in for the blog that they felt like because they'd seen Autumn when and they'd seen the way that the interviewers were talking to them and the you know the the, the commentary team using correct pronouns for players and things, mm-hmm. it kind of made them think that now I can go into the store and because this has happened on on stream I can say you know these are my pronouns and it, you know it's 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 happened on an actual Wizards event. Yeah, There's not sure. really any sort of grounds for for people to start pushing back, which I think I'll, I've heard a lot of people say is why they're a little bit reluctant to kind of start that that conversation in their local store yeah absolutely i mean i think there's um i mean there's there certainly are examples of you know people just being malicious and people being horrible and yeah and stuff like that but i think i like to think well if i didn't think this i'd probably go mad but like if i like i think that a lot of it is just ignorance a lot of people not not understanding and not being exposed to it and not having had the chance to get it right yeah. If that makes sense. So yeah. you know, people aren't on well, from my personal experience at least, aren't trying to be horrible. They're just they're just not aware of how important it might be to, to be gender correctly, to have your pronouns used correctly, to see um a member of a minority group like do so well at Mythic Championship and, and stuff like that. I think it's just something that people haven't had uh, exposure to yet. Yeah. Um and like like you said, like it is a very big a very big deal for a lot of people. Yeah. Absolutely. Sweet. Uh, Joe, do you want to go through social media before we get into the, the main topic properly? Yeah, I guess so. So if you want any input on anything you hear in today's episode, you can hit us up on social media. Uh, you can get us, up, uh, uh, us on Twitter, that is at hrefdcast, or facebook.com slash hrefdcast. Also, you can hit us up on Patreon as well. We are patreon.com slash devastation. Give us as little as $1 a month, roughly 25 cents per episode. Uh, you get access to a Patreon feed. Uh, there's a few different sort of higher tiers there and like we say we, we never sort of produce any any content expecting anything back in return we just really like to we like to talk about magic and we like to just cast it out there in the ether and if you, if you do get something back anything that we get from return is, is you know, greatly appreciated and if you want to get mm-hmm. me on my personal social media i am at peach garden oath on twitter or facebook you'll find me as just joe loudon and pretty much in any of the magic groups I'm sure I'll be around. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at snail69. Nice. Thank you. Just uh, <laughs> talking about magic and running my mouth about social justice issues until someone listens to me. <laughs> That's basically <laughs> how it works. Um, Kirsty, do you want to let everyone know where they can find you and where they can find your, your writing? Yeah, so I'm on Twitter at heyworstartist. Um, my blog is ungluedmtg.wordpress.com. There, there's a link to that on the uh, Twitter as well. Um, and I'm much the same. I'm probably kicking about in a few 
a few of the magic groups probably posting my blog in there, trying not to get into fights with people in the comments. <laughs> standard it's really stuff. difficult sometimes, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just I just tend to just go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I have to try really hard to rein myself in. I think normally I, when I when I've stopped, a few of my friends will see it and start with taking over on my behalf. So yeah, I think I think that's I don't know. There's just something something about it where I just feel like because it's never it's never coming from a, a real place of anger and you know anything like that. It just it, it these these issues are so important and yeah. like having an opportunity to sort of discuss it, argue about it, correct people on things. Just, uh, I mean, I personally get carried away with it quite a lot. I think it's probably an understatement, but um, it's just the I've, fact that it's so important. I've really given up trying to convince people who are arguing on the internet. It's, I, my, my view now is that it's more important to just kind of be louder. It's, mm -hmm. it's, try, it's, it's a bit like trying to talk to a wall a lot of the time when people are just so completely set in their argument that they're not listening and you end up just shouting at each other without listening to what anyone else is saying. It's a, it's a frustrating and futile exercise. Yeah, I, st I still can't get past that. <laughs> uh, I still find myself getting stuck to him. I've had a lot of practice at this stage. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I guess that, I guess that's why sort of you just putting up your your blog posts, your articles, just in the group, and then not really saying much and letting the article speak for itself, and yeah. just having that sort of just putting some information in black and white and just putting it out there is probably more helpful than me shouting at someone. <laughs> I just I just tend to dump the dump the article in there, say, right, here's a blog post and then I skip out and just let everybody start fighting amongst themselves in the comments. <laughs> so my job here's my job here's done. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. So um I guess we've we've sort of we've sort of touched on all elements of, of, of the kind of stuff I wanted to discuss, but to go into more like why is a community important in magic if it's just a game that people play for fun um i mean it's a game that people play for fun but you need other people to play with so mm -hmm. in that sense you need a community of people that play it um i mean in a very basic sense but in stores and when there's a game that's so competitive you kind of people kind of stick together based on how they want to play the game um and you need you need these little groups to make you know the game a success and to make local communities a success which i think is why i've so heavily kind of fallen into the talking about about the community because that's a bit of it that's that's very important to me yeah absolutely i mean um so I, I imagine we're all of the opinion that Magic is the best game ever made, right? Obviously, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that I guess that that isn't quite enough because it, it could be the best the best game ever. And I mean, we've all been playing it for six ish years. Yeah. Um, and you know we're we're still here playing it, but there there needs to be something other than that. There needs to be a, a reason to come back. There yeah. needs to be a reason to turn up to paper tournaments and not just play on Magic Online and on Magic Arena like you would any other and any other video game. And I think that's one of the things that's so special about Magic in particular. Yeah. Is that you have that ability to go and go and speak to people, to go and make friends. Like I've I've made very very good play friends playing Magic, and I it's you know it's 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 created relationships for me. It's improved my life in a, lot, a number of ways, and, and that wouldn't be possible if it wasn't just for the community aspect of it instead of just playing a game. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's yeah, it's it's almost like one of those things that is it's kind of like uh, I don't know, it's almost like being part of like a cool secret club at times. I think like when you find like somebody else plays Magic, suddenly it's like oh yeah, I play Magic too, and then instantly you have like a connection to a person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's that's been my experience. Um, and I think I don't know. It's just I I had that experience while because I mean I mean 
something I, I discussed a couple of episodes like ago about you know being non-binary and stuff like that but it's not something I um, am very often comfortable discussing or being open about just sort of in public because um, it, it can lead to a lot of uh, difficult conversations and you know I worry about safety and stuff like that and there's a lot a lot of things that make me not not want to be open about it and just sort of go and play magic and and, and have a good time but i think um the, like the, the the tide is changing i suppose and those things are more more accessible and being respected as a person while playing magic while engaging in a hobby is, is incredibly important i think there's an element as well of the more open and the more sort of welcoming magic becomes the more people that maybe don't feel confident you know, with that element of, of being themselves and other hobbies or other communities can kind of drift towards yeah. magic. It's, it's good that it's being more open as being a community where, you know, people of any, anyone can kind of find success and anyone's welcome. It kind of opens the door for a lot of people that maybe feel a bit ostracised, try to say that five times fast, um, <laughs> can, can come in and find a community that they know you know as well as a game that they'll enjoy they'll find a community that will you know accept them and welcome them and kind of give them the place to to grow and become who they're meant to be i guess yeah for sure it, it always just seems to come back to to that word i think like community like yeah. it's there's definitely like a, a feeling with magic that you might not necessarily get with like other things like it, it's not just like a fandom it's not just like oh yeah me and my friends are into this like it's definitely this like community is is definitely yeah. the word the gathering magic yeah, the, the gathering. gathering yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely i mean like you can see it all, all over twitter on social media like the, the sort of high level magic player you've got content being created by all manner of people you've got you know tournaments being won by all manner of people and and that that being you know them being open and vocal about about who they are as people um and the, the you know it it opens up to, to people like them to people who see them as a role model or you know, someone to look up to it's just they, they can they can do this as well this it's not um something that's reserved for a certain subset of society which i think it's it was seen as and still is seen as um in a certain way that it's just it's sort of like a thing that men do yeah um and um, you can you can still see that right if you walk into a gp hall that's uh, a lot of you know white men sitting around a table playing yeah. a card game um yeah i would say it, the very first gp i went to i was there was probably me and two other women in the venue <laughs> And that was in mm-hmm. 2014, maybe, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And I definitely noticed it then. Um, for some reason, much like I, I was the only woman playing in my local store competitively in Scotland. I think there was one of my friends and me. But for some reason, when I walked into this hall and there was, you know, a thousand or something people in there, it just was very obvious suddenly that I was the only one, pretty much, apart from another couple that I bumped in over the weekend. It's just it's it's weird how it's just so much more amplified. The more people that are, the more you notice that you stand out. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess for the, for the majority of people that are sort of make up that that demographic of the magic playing community in terms of you know white men. Yeah. That's not something that they particularly notice. That's not yeah. something they're particularly interested in thinking about. Not that interested in thinking about, because I'm, I'm sure a lot of them are you know, incredibly nice people who are who are also concerned about these issues, but it just seems it's not at the forefront of what they're thinking about. What they're thinking about is, I want to play Magic, and I want to have a nice time, and I want to win this tournament, or, or whatever it is. Um, yeah. And it, it sort of takes someone of someone that's not part of that demographic to come in and 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 look at it to think that it's it seems if you were to look at it from the outside and i think it, i think it is changing so to 2014 i think between then and now there has, there has been a big change there's yeah a, there's been a phenomenal shift even <clears throat> in the past couple of years i would say 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it takes someone coming into to sort of look at it and think, oh well, I don't feel like I belong here because if you just come into it and you just you go into it, go into a GB hall and look at look at the demographic of, demographic of people playing, you might think I don't belong here because I don't fit into that that group of people, and it can be quite daunting, quite intimidating to to yeah. engage with that space. Yeah, which is I, I guess is because I went to my first GP I think in 2015, uh-huh. uh, and it was reasonably. This is the thing; it's it's sort of diverse for a Magic tournament, right? Yeah, <laughs> which, which isn't great. It's it's not not diverse in the way that we think of you know the general population of the world, um, but it, it seemed to find. And I when I when I started playing Magic, I played with a lot of women who just just happened to be there, and I I didn't really think of it as an issue because i was like oh you know it's 2013 we're at a point where you know obviously by by no means and it still isn't the case now things things aren't solved things aren't completely better but i thought oh okay this is just sort of normal now but then you take you take it to that that larger venue like okay things are still a bit weird a bit centered towards this this demographic of people i think one of the main things that i pick up on especially when when i'm you know talking about these things online i'll get a lot of people if i say oh well you know there's there's you know we need to get more women into the game or we need to get more visibility for trans and non-binary people um and it was i, I got a comment of exactly in this vein after i posted the the article about autumn and i was talking you know people were talking about how uncomfortable they feel sometimes in their store and how this has made them feel better and i got a comment from someone i think it was on twitter saying oh well you know there are trans players at my store and they, they, they're okay mm. they, they, get, they get on yeah. fine nobody's nobody's saying anything to them and I think it, it, for some reason it's quite difficult for a lot of people to kind of accept that their, their store and their community isn't the entire community like there's yeah, a lot sure. of you know, oh, I, there's you know women come and win FNM every week at my store I don't know what you're so worried about there's this sort of inability to to accept that this experience is not the same as everybody else's experience and yeah it's, definitely it's kind of having to try and you know just talk about that and saying well you know that's this that's not generally representative of everything is a conversation that when you you talk about these things you find that you're having sort of over and over and over again like just mm-hmm. because there are just because there are you know women that will come in and they're quite happy to play at your store doesn't mean that women are all going to run into a gp hall and immediately feel like they belong there yeah i mean i don't even think it necessarily means that those women or trans and non-binary folk that you you know that that person might be calling out that doesn't necessarily mean that they feel accepted there just because they go and play there yeah it's just you know you're just some some dude on the internet going oh i don't see the problem it doesn't happen you know but that if i had a pound if i had a pound for every time some dude on the internet said to me i don't see the problem (laughs) 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 i could buy a a legacy deck (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I go out looking for them, but <laughs> yeah, I, I see your point. Yeah, but that's the thing. And I mean, like, I, I go out and play magic, and I've, I've certainly felt uncomfortable in a lot of venues and a lot of places, yeah. um, and, and not felt like I belong there. But I suppose magic was just so, just so, so important to me, and so, so, such a part of my life that I just sort of battled through it yeah. to, to, to play because I enjoyed magic that much. But that, I mean, that's not, that's not good enough, right? <laughs> like, I think I'm, not... I'm very lucky in that the store that I went into was, it's, I mean, Scotland in general is pretty, I, I didn't realise it was an issue 
uh, until you know I started hearing other people's stories from other places in the world because Scotland is a very very good community mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever had anybody make any comments or treat me any differently because I'm a woman um, so I'm quite lucky in that respect because if I had gone into some of the stores I've heard about and been greeted with some of the comments that I've heard you know people say then I would not be playing magic right now yeah, absolutely. And it's 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 unfortunate that we have to sort of count ourselves lucky for having that experience, right? Like, yeah. oh, I, I'm I'm fortunate that I don't feel like an outsider in in this place. Like, because that is the thing. Like, like you were saying, it's it's not just because your experience is like, like a certain LGS's experience is, is a certain way doesn't mean it's a universal experience. Just, yeah. just because um, you know marginalized groups are accepted in a certain place doesn't mean they're accepted everywhere. That's that's no. sort of obviously true. Um, and it's it, it's it's something that I think still still people don't seem to think don't seem to uh, to want to talk about a lot of the time because they just think it's fine. I mean, I mean, you know, you have people that think that you know everyone's rights are equal still because you know we live in two thousand nineteen and the world's a happy place, but that's not true at all either. No. no. Um, so you know, <laughs> um, if you know if 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 women and trans and non-binary people aren't um, equal in the wider society, it's probably quite difficult for them to be equal in a nerdy card game <laughs> yeah um but i mean I, I think you know wizards of the coast are very are very cognizant of this like they're they're very i mean they get a lot of backlash on on twitter and facebook and stuff from people not understanding the point no um, but, but they they try they're trying very hard to just to to um be accepting and be welcoming and, and try and put representation in in their game um i mean that you know that with every set release there's some some sort of it feels like they're trying to be diverse in their characters and their representation on the physical cards, like in in their game. Um, yeah, absolutely. Which is which is cool. Like we've we've had, you know, we've got we've we've still got very very um, important and very strong women characters in the game, and the the art is starting to not. You know, it has been getting a lot better in terms of not being grossly sexualized for no reason. Uh, <laughs> so when you go back and look at some old cards, you're just like, really? They commissioned this? And like, yeah, yeah. So I've, I've found some recently um, in the big box that one of my friends gave me, and you look at some of them, and it's like, wow, the 90s were wild. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, yeah, oh, between magic so and like, Rob Liefeld comics, it was, uh, <laughs> nerd culture was pretty horrendous. Yeah, not a great time, not a great time. Yeah, but no, but that's what you don't understand. Like, only men are interested in these things, right? Like, that's why they're like that because only men would ever want to do this. <laughs> yeah. So clearly you have to appeal to, to what they want. Um, One of the yeah. biggest complaints that I've heard recently about cards, and this always makes me laugh, is that oh, I can't remember what card it was. I think it was after I, I wrote a blog about um, altars. Oh God, yeah. Um, which was probably the most fun forty-eight hours I've ever had. Um, and one of the comments that I got was, "Oh, the, you know, they're wearing so many clothes, you can't tell if they're male or female." And it's like, <laughs> it's like my dude, if you, if that's enough to confuse you, yeah. I can't imagine how much trouble you have when you actually walk into a GP hall. Yeah, right. All these people wearing so many clothes, I can't tell who they are as people. Yeah. Jesus. Okay. That's. That's really good. Yeah, I mean, I remember well, that got, entire thing. I've, I've got stories for for days on dumb things people have said on the internet. That's, that's incredible. <laughs> yeah, that's that's thing. And like, because I, I remember that specific one. It was about the the linear of the veil altars, right? Yeah, MGP Prague. Jeez, oh, that was a that was probably the my favorite two days in my whole life. Yeah, I can imagine. Yes. So much, I had so much fun. I think my my favorite. My favourite comment that I got was from um, someone who 
and I'm, I'm not sure if this person was being ironic. I don't think they were, but I, I have to hope someone that, that tried to make the argument that Gal a primal hunger was topless should we, <laughs> should we be should we be censoring hard and it's like no because because galta primal hunger is a dinosaur <laughs> let's just think about this for a second please i mean there are magic cards with dinosaurs wearing clothes right <laughs> probably probably un- unhinged or something yeah i'm, I'm sure all, fo- all fogies wearing clothes uh dr julius jumblemorph that's the dinosaur? one yeah 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 um, yeah, exactly. So if he if he can wear clothes, then all of them can wear oh, clothes. Yeah. Oh, we, then... re- we really need to do an un un episode, I think, at some point. Yeah, definitely. Not like undressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. If if, if, if all these dinosaurs are wearing so many clothes, you can't really tell what species they are. Are they dinosaurs? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll never know. <laughs> think of the players. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that that whole thing with the with the Liliana altars, the GP Prague was just it was so mind boggling to me. A lot of yeah. because I mean, obviously, uh, if anyone that knows me in any sort of remote capacity in real life knew that I was obviously going to jump on that immediately um, <laughs> and just start sort of having a go, yeah. um, but it's just people just didn't seem to get the point, or were just it felt like they were being intentionally obtuse. I, yeah, I've, I've never been so it's not very often that I, I find myself lost for words, but there was. Mm-hmm several points in that sort of two-day period when I would just walk into my living room and my fiancé would be sitting there and I would just I would just open my mouth and nothing would come out. Yeah. It was like it, it, what was in my brain just, just melted away. Yeah. I was like, I, was like I, I need to I need to find some words to kind of articulate this and I can it's just it's just completely exceeded my capacity to do so yeah i i, I got that same feeling because like my, my partner doesn't play magic but she's uh she's come to just sort of accept it now and and just sort of feign attention when i go off on uh, a random tangent about it um but i was i was trying to explain like that situation and just because i mean it's it's a universal thing right if you see overtly sexualized women for no particular reason other than men like to look at it then it's that's a universal experience that, that we, we see in everyday life yeah um, and just trying to just explain the just the ridiculous reactions that would be oh you know Jay's cutting Castaway he's topless and I can't, I'm just like that's that's not the that's not the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, like that's, I, I was arguing with somebody who was trying to make the point that like oh if I'm saying that this card shouldn't be allowed then are you also saying that the Venus de Milo shouldn't be displayed in museums? <laughs> Oh yeah, no. I had an argument with someone that was like, "This person wants to cover up the statue of David or something." Yeah. It's like that is not the same thing no, at all. Not, not like, in the slightest. Yeah, it just it, oh, that that whole thing. That whole thing was amazing, and I mean, we could probably talk about it for for several hours. Yeah. Um, and I, I worry this podcast is just going to be us discussing the ridiculous interactions we've had with the magic community. Um, I mean, people can obviously find your your blog post about that, which was which was very well articulated. Um, thank you. And you're welcome. Uh, I mean, I mean, thank you yeah, for definitely. putting thank that you. together and just sort of putting it coherently, and not just having you know idiots like me and Joe just shouting at people about how wrong they are, because <laughs> I think that's necessary sometimes. That came after I'd published it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I I just I, I despair a lot of the time about people not understanding because I I don't have a problem with people getting things wrong. Yeah, because I think things are difficult. You know, um, there's there's a lot there's a lot to keep up with. There's a lot of stuff to get your head around. But the point the point is is at the base level being respectful, right? Like 
if someone's told you something that makes them feel uncomfortable or, or, or that it, they would feel more comfortable if, if a certain thing happened or, you know, th- these things affect people and, and upset them and everything like that. And if they tell you that and you just think, well, I don't think it's a problem, like that's not in any way helpful yeah. to anyone. Just trying to explain away their feelings. Like, um, so, you know, if it had been one person that, obviously it wasn't one person because that would be ridiculous, but if, if it was one person that said that these particular altars of this Liliana of the Veil vale, make me feel uncomfortable then they should have been re- you know like it's just being respectful of that person that how that person feels like what how, how your yeah. actions and things affect that person but it but just turns get, out sorry you, you'll get so many people that are just like don't be offended you shouldn't be offended and it's like oh well thanks you've cured all my ills <laughs> yeah exactly if it was that easy everything is better why didn't i think of that if it was that easy my life would be so much so much happier yeah <laughs> not getting upset by these things oh, i'm sorry i didn't mean to you know trigger a chemical reaction in my brain that makes me feel upset but <laughs> your behavior has done that so um i think it's, it's it's understanding that we're not i'm not no matter how my my online persona may appear i'm not like out to get people yeah my, my point is is very much it's, it's inclusion it's acceptance it's respect for for people because people that's the least people deserve right regardless uh-huh. of the context regardless of the situation regardless of whether it's magic the gathering or just in day-to-day life um and like i said before i don't i don't think people are doing it a lot of the time i think some people are, are malicious there's, there's, there's certainly examples yeah. me, of people being horrible people um but a lot of it is is ge- genuinely oh i i haven't experienced that so therefore <clears throat> it's exactly and that's that's not a good way to look at things because i mean yeah. how many how many how many like people does that so so say the example of the person at the rgs saying oh well women come here all the time and play it's like well how many people is that like what percentage of the magic playing community is that and that's that's not i mean it's a good thing it's obviously very very good that, that you go to an lgs where, where that that is just the norm and everyone's very happy regardless of what's going on yeah but that's clearly not it's a the... bit like it's a bit like saying if you've never been to the Grand Canyon, you can you can just sit down and say, Well, I've I've never seen it, it doesn't exist. Yeah. And it's blatantly not true. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just, it's, okay, well, well, we have, uh, you know, first-hand accounts from all these people and, and, and depth details of, of experiences and how these people feel. Well, I've never yeah. seen them, so. I think some of these people must think when they blink, the whole world just vanishes. <laughs> yeah. It's like it phases out and then phases back in when they open their eyes again. That's wild. Yeah, just they, it must they be cast... so exciting to live like that. Yeah, every time every time they blink, they cast a fairy's protection. Yeah, and that, just everything disappears <laughs> and it comes back. Um, yeah, it's 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 wild. It, it honestly is. But, but like you were saying about having not having anything, not just so many. So many things happening that you don't feel able to express exactly what's going on. Yeah. Um, I think that's that's an experience a lot of people have when it, when it comes to when it comes to magic and it comes to representation. It's just that there's so many things that are different that it just it becomes hard to articulate. Yeah. It becomes hard to sort of ask for what you need. Um, yeah. Just that there's so many things going on at any one time, and you have to play an incredibly complicated game of Magic: The Gathering. Um, yeah. So I mean, what what can it, I guess it's sort of what can people do in order to to be more welcoming, be more accepting, and, and to make people feel more comfortable when they're playing Magic? Just don't feel like you have to argue with everything. I think that's a big thing. It's like there's 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 this perception that having to you, you know when when people tell you these things there's a big thing about gender I'm making like air quotes gender politics mm. I don't know what gender politics are but I've been <laughs> accused of following them quite a lot but yeah there's there yeah. seems to be this thing that anything that's anytime 
this this comes up it's just it's bad and we have to argue about it and it's like just don't just just accept it's not going to affect your ability to enjoy the game just you know accept it and it's a maybe a 30 second conversation where someone tells you the pronouns and you go cool and if you you know if you mess it up then don't don't go nuts about it just just be respectful i think one mm. of the, the the big things that i've heard people saying is just not referring to you know groups of people as guys because that's a little bit exclusionary i tend to just address my players with like nerds <laughs> yeah just absolutely. things like that it's like people i've heard a lot of people say you know what difference does it make it's just a word blah blah but as someone that isn't male you definitely pick up on it it's the same as when streamers are streaming and they just if they just automatically refer to their opponent on arena as he oh yeah by default yeah Yeah. it's like i a lot of people i know don't notice that but i 100 percent will pick up on it because yeah It it feels like a like a sixth sense at this point yeah just sort of picking up on the on those things because I mean like 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 I've been saying like obviously that's not malicious they're not they're not intentionally misgendering their opponent they're not they're not just they're not thinking about it yeah and it's something that you do need to think about you do need to engage with um, yeah. if you want to be um, a positive part of the community because otherwise you're just sort of going along with the, with the same old the same old stuff and, and not not progressing the game and I mean that's ultimately what everyone wants right for the game to be welcoming and open yeah it seems Absolutely. like they want they want that but they're not willing to do the legwork yeah and it is it is a when, you, when you're in that habit it took me a lot of time to not say all right guys here's your next round pairings or whatever but it and it you, mm-hmm. you have to kind of put the words in and be conscious of it yeah but it, it's not it doesn't after a while it doesn't take any extra effort out of your life you know you you do it automatically it's not like we're you know like hanging a stone around your neck for the rest of your <laughs> days while you're playing that's just going to electric shock you whenever you get it wrong that feels like it would be beneficial sometimes it, uh, yeah absolutely <laughs> can I buy one of those yeah, yeah absolutely but um, it, it's, it's, it's not it, it's maybe a, a little bit of conscious effort and you know willing to be corrected if, if you know if you see he and somebody corrects you and points out that there's a better word you could have used not getting horribly offended and not taking it as a deeply personal attack on yourself um which i think a lot of people do if you kind of if you correct them on someone's pronouns they'll get quite they'll either apologize again and again and again and make a much bigger deal out of it or they'll 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 take it like you've you know turned up and insulted their whole family and kicked their dog and (laughs) they get they get very upset But actually, yeah. all you need to do is just, you know, internalise it, be more conscious of it, move on, keep going, and eventually it does become second nature. Absolutely, that, that's that's what people have to learn. I mean, the that, that's the thing, like, I, I am still, you know, working on correcting people on my pronouns a lot of the time. It becomes tiresome, and at a certain point, you're just like, I just want to get on and play Magic. Just, I'll, I'll sort of, I, I think, my, my want to play Magic a lot of the time. For me, for, this is for me, at least personally, my want to just get on and play Magic and have fun is outweighs the negative feelings that being misgendered or having the wrong pronouns you use creates. Yeah. Um, personally, not to say it isn't important, and I would much prefer if people, you know, use the correct pronouns all of the time, and that was just not an issue. Um, but it, it, you know, it's, I'm still trying to work on it, and it's it is it's it's a scary thing, and that's that's why it's important for people to understand it, and to to normalise it, and not not have those reactions when you. If, if, I, I've had situations where I've corrected someone, and it's it's not been. I'm not trying to attack people. I'm not trying to trying to be horrible. I don't want that. I, the reason I'm telling you is because I want to interact with you. I want to spend time with you. I want to have a nice time playing this game with you, and I want you to 
engage with me correctly so that I feel comfortable. Because yeah. if I feel comfortable, then we're going to have a much better play experience. We're going to have a nicer time playing this game. If I'm not feeling comfortable the entire time, I can feel like I can be open and I feel like I can... Um, you know, engage with the game properly, engage with my opponent properly if they're if they're referring to me correctly. I'm not I'm not trying to do it to make you feel stupid. I'm not trying to do it to catch you out like, oh, you said the wrong word. Because that would be yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly like I don't I don't I mean some people deserve that, but I don't want <laughs> I don't want that. Like I'm not doing it to make you feel bad because then that makes me feel bad and it makes the whole situation awkward and that. I'm just telling you because it's it's part of who I am. It's what makes me feel more comfortable and more safe in that in that environment. Yeah. Um, but I mean I was I was an awful person. Like I didn't, I didn't, you know, I wasn't born being socially conscious and having all these, um, these, these, these views and these, these morals. Like it, it took time to learn, right? Like, yeah. No one's absolutely. born perfect. Yeah, no one's born I think we've not... all been teenagers. Like <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. I go back through my through my Facebook history or like back onto MySpace if that's still a thing. Though I think all the history has been accidentally deleted, which is probably a very good thing for me. From 2003, yeah, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm just like, don't have to go back and look at that. Oh. Um, but yeah, like I go back and look at that stuff, and it's just I get or I get like a, a Facebook reminder telling me about something I posted like eight or so years ago. But I was like, Jesus, that's not, that's not okay. But I didn't didn't know any better, right? And that's yeah. that's the thing you don't know any better so we're trying to help you and try and you know so, so that everyone feels more included we've all been terrible people we've all said stupid things i continue to say stupid things um less often that's one thing social media is good for is the more sort of prevalent social media gets the more the easier it is to have these conversations and hear these voices whereas maybe 10 years ago i mean it was facebook 10 years ago but when it wasn't quite as big a deal um, or even like in the 90s when Magic started, or early 2000s, there, there wasn't these channels for people to A, find each other and find out that they've got this section of the community that's like them and will support them, and B, to, to get their voices out and have other people realise that, you know, there's these different people with different experiences who, you know, are uncomfortable with certain things, and but you can make it better. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's all a process. I mean, we're all still like i'm still learning every day so trying to and it's it's not a case of trying to get on trying to get the moral high ground trying to get on my high horse about things being like oh i know more than about this than you i'm better it's it's about trying to be inclusive it's about trying to make everyone feel comfortable and where they are and who they're engaging with um and we're not gonna I mean, if you're, if you're doing stuff intentionally, I'm going to have a go at you and tell you that you're a horrible person. Yeah. Um, if you're doing things because that's how you've been socialized, because that's how, how you've, you've grown up and the people that you've spent time with, then, then there's there's a conversation to be had there. There's learning to be done. And we, we've all gone through that process. Like, um, I, mean, I, think, I think my sister's a good example of someone that's just been always socially conscious and always really, really good at this stuff for as long as I can remember. But... Most of us, we just, you know, we've been horrible people. We've said stupid things. We've we've said slurs. We've said, you know, we've we've said horrible things about certain certain sections of society, certain marginalised groups, and we've learnt from that. And we've been we've been told by people. We've read things. We've listened to people's experiences and understood how our behaviour can improve and how it can make people feel safer and, and more comfortable where they are. Yeah, absolutely. And that that doesn't just that, that applies to magic. Just because magic yeah, is a true. place where because you see it all the time, right? Oh, can't we just keep the politics out of magic? It's like no. <laughs> I think a lot of people a lot of people really need to go and look up the definition of politics oh yeah (laughs) because I don't I don't 
I don't understand. Like, can we keep the politics out of magic? Yes, easily. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. fine. Like, let's we'll we'll do that. But you know, this is a conversation we're going to keep having. Exactly. There's no. I don't. I don't know what gender politics is, but I wish people would stop trying to talk to me about it I because mean, I. <laughs> it's just for a lot of it. It's just men feeling uncomfortable about the fact they have to change their behaviour and be held accountable for what they say and do. That's that's but what that. So there. I can't yeah. even be offensive at my local game store anymore without someone telling me that it's offensive. Yeah, I can't even say horrible slurs around yeah. my friends. Like, I have to be a yeah. decent human being, really. <laughs> <laughs> How unfortunate! That's the. I think that's that's what people because they like to put it that way. It's like, oh, it's it's politics. It's just like, no, it's people's actual lives and existence and what, what you're saying, hurting those my, people. My, my free speech. <laughs> like, I mean, you can say you can say you know what you like at a magic event, but as a judge, once you've finished freely saying what you want to say, I'm going to tell you that that's not really catered to in the rules, and you're going to have to stop. Yep, I think you can say what you want. You've always, everyone has always been allowed to say exactly what they want, but there are absolute yep. consequences. Freedom of speech is not the same as being free from consequences, and that's yeah, sure. If I could just tattoo that across so many foreheads <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely it's just like well I can say what I want I was like yeah you can but I'm gonna tell you you're being a bad person because of it right? like, yeah pretty much we're not stopping you we're just gonna we're just gonna point out that that's that's not really okay yeah it's it's 2019 and, and a lot of things have changed since I go you were 12 years old and these things were funny yeah Um. so it's it's and it's it, it can be difficult right like I'm not trying to say that oh it's just easy just stop saying these words because these things are ingrained and, and they're yeah. from 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 people's from how they how they brought up how they were socialized like but you can change like you know there's a lot of people who have have changed their behaviors have changed the way they speak yeah as an example mm. locally at our friday night magic i try really hard to get people not to swear because mm-hmm. we have a lot of people you know that bring their kids to learn to play and We've got quite, there's a few sort of eight, nine, ten year olds, but we're Scottish. <laughs> we, we quite often use profanity as punctuation. Mm-hmm. So it's taken a, a lot of me kind of going, who said that across the room <laughs> at FNM to, to remind them not to do it. And I think most, for, for the most part, we're pretty good at it now. Mm. But, you know, it, it, it took a while. And, yeah. you know, I, I, had to, I had to tell a lot of my friends off and I felt, you know, like I, I felt like a, a parent grounding my children with these people that I've been friends with for like five or six years. But eventually, when I, you know, when you remind people enough times that it, it does start to sink in, and you'll see people sort of correcting themselves, and that's like the first stage. And then eventually, it, it just becomes second nature to not say these things. Yeah, yeah for I mean, sure. I know I, I'm quite guilty of dropping dropping a couple of F-bombs around children myself. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> just, yeah absolutely. It just happens. But yeah, you're right. Like, I think my sort of general rule is, like, if I'm if I'm at, like, an F&M or, like, when we do, do this podcast, for example, like, the rule is, like, if they wouldn't say it on The Simpsons, then, like, don't say it. <laughs> I think yeah. once you think that a couple of times, it's it's fairly easy just to, like kind of drop the the habits yeah i think uh, it's it's it, that's definitely something i need to work on because 
I, I, I understand the point of a lot of people say that, oh, you know, magic's my escape, magic's what I do to, to wind down, to have fun, it's my hobby, whatever. Like, I understand that because it's, it's absolutely that for me. That's that's what it, what it exists for. Uh, when I finish work, I want to go play magic or sort through my magic cards or read about magic or listen to magic, like stuff like that. You know, it's it's what I do. And I very much treat it as that. And, and I let off steam. And that doesn't mean that it's acceptable for that to slip just because I'm trying to relax. Like I can yeah. absolutely have a good time and relax without swearing all the time, and it's it, it it's in magic can be quite clicky at, at times, right? Like I, you know, there's there's a group of people I play magic with, and we're we're friends, and we we go out for drinks and stuff, and spend time with each other outside of playing magic. And when I spend time with those people, I sort of get into that as if, as if we're as if we're in someone's house, as if it doesn't matter what we're saying, as if what we're saying isn't public. And, and I think a lot of people need to take a step back and think about like the fact that other people are there other people can hear you you're impacting other people's enjoyment you're other impacting other people just in general yeah uh, that's something that isn't considered a lot of the time and i, I absolutely need to work on that because i swear all of the time <laughs> it's very hard for me to keep it together for like an hour every monday when we record this podcast i'm really I mean, impressed that i haven't slipped yeah <laughs> i managed to i managed to squash down my scottishness yeah, for an hour. I'm probably just going to go and swear violently at the cats after this just as a reflex. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to That's what I do normally. I mean, I get to throw the word crap in there occasionally. Oh, yeah. Because they say that on The Simpsons, so that's fine. That's Yeah, that, that's that's a rule. Like, if it's alright for The Simpsons, it's alright for us. Yeah, and that should just that should just be how it works, I guess. Cause, I think, I mean, yeah, I, I think that's, that's probably a fairly decent rule for life. Yeah. 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 I mean... Like yeah, if you're if you're around people, if you're around children, if you're around people, it's not appropriate to sort of use that kind of language around. Just it doesn't really affect you that badly, right? Just yeah. you don't get to say the f word occasionally. Like, like when, you, when you tell a lot of people this, they they kind of act like you're going to be standing outside their house with a little microphone through the box <laughs> listening to what they're saying. And it's like no, you can do what you like when you. Yeah, go. yeah. It was like after the after the altars thing, I had a lot of people going, "Oh, they want to take our altars away," and I was like, "No, you can draw whatever you want. You can buy whatever you want and play with it in your, you know, your house with your friends. I'm not. I don't care. Like, mm. I just don't want it played at, at actual magic events. I I don't care what you play with. You know, at your at your breakfast bar in your, you know, weird entirely nude tribal commander oh, deck." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's being it's being aware of the context, being aware of where you are, the environment, the people that are around you. People don't like the same things that you like. They don't want to look at the same things you do. Maybe they're yeah. maybe uncomfortable with the things that you that don't make you feel uncomfortable. So understand where you are. Understand what's happening. I mean, this this is the thing. Is that a lot of people get very defensive about it, and and I understand that. And I have in the past certainly been in that group of people where I've just got defensive about it. you can't tell me what to do you shouldn't tell me what to do it's like we're not telling you what to do we're just advising you that what you're doing may make people feel uncomfortable and no one wants to make people feel uncomfortable well some people do but I think my a lot of the things that, that people say oh you can't you can't tell me what to do a lot of the, these things are actually in the the magic tournament rules yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's like well I mean in that respect I can because yeah. it's in this document that I've got on my phone I can show you it Oh, amazing! So I, I just need to become a judge, right? And then I can tell people what to do. Yeah, or you don't. You, I mean, you don't even need to become a judge. You could just, you can just pull up the tournament rules and be like, "This, you know, you can't do this." I didn't know that. Oh yeah, there's there's various apps you can get, um, mainly for studying. But I think for a lot of for a lot of stores, it's probably in the store owner's best interests to um, to not be having 
things like anime nude playbats being used. Oh, um, yeah. They are that that's that's not allowed. Um, it's specific, <laughs> specifically laid out, and I think exactly like the terms and conditions of the store or the magic tournament rules for yeah. a lot of these things. So people will say, "Oh, you can't tell me what to do," and it's like, "No, I I kind of can." Yeah, like what you, he can. <laughs> yeah, you're at a tournament. There are rules. Here are the rules. Yeah, because I mean that's something that that Joe and I have, have discussed before, like about that that in specific, like people using weird anime playmats. So if that's what you like, if that's what you want to put on your walls at home or what you want to have on your computer or your phone, like, sure. I don't understand it, but yeah, it takes all strokes, right? Yeah. But like, you're in a public environment. <laughs> you're around potentially children. You're around people who might find that demeaning or degrading. Don't do it in public, for the love of God. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Um, just, t- just take it home and, you know, get all your friends around and do whatever it is you do. I'm not going to ask or think about it yeah, yeah like, exactly if, if i'm sitting in like home. legacy turbo town and you're sitting next to me with like you know lewd anime children on your cards like you know i'm not even interacting with you but i'm feeling uncomfortable by that like just, yeah. just don't don't do it yeah it's the one thing I, I always say in these situations and i know a lot of people don't have judges at their local store but i i've a lot when i read about these things i really just want to lean through people's computers and go call a judge just shout a judge if you're at a tournament where there is one because mm. a judge will 100% make it you know make them put whatever creepy playmat they've got or yeah. creepy sleeves they'll, they'll make them put them away or get different ones or, or anything that's, um, that's really good to know that's very good to know oh 100% that's that's even if it's you know Friday Night Magic and there's a, if there's a judge there they will be told that that's not acceptable Oh, yeah, another reason to love the magic judging community. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's that's, that's, that's always, actually really good information. Always be nice to your judges. Oh, absolutely, yeah. That is that is 100% how I feel. Judges, that we, magic wouldn't happen if it wasn't for judges. Judges no. are incredibly important. They do a lot of excellent things for the game. Agreed, um, 100%. Yeah. That, that is another thing. I think this slightly comes onto it. People are really mean to judges a lot. Like, it can be really hard. I've seen some like people be really horrible to judges because they're intervening on like, their game of magic. It's like they're doing their job. I think there's a, there's a big perception of judges, and this this is um, I, I, I think a lot of people think the judges are people that turn up in black shirts at events and mm. will prowl around the tables looking over your shoulder waiting for you to make a mistake and then they'll, they'll pounce on you <laughs> which is not I mean we we hate we hate giving out penalties and we hate when we have to give people you know game losses or penalise people in general you know we, we mm. hate doing it um, and they're so we're, we're, we're there to, to help tournaments go smoothly and we're there just to improve the community I had someone on Twitter after I posted the article about Autumn um, threatened to get in touch with my regional coordinator because he didn't think I was fit to be a judge because I had too much gender bias. Wow. <laughs> wow. As far as I know, he hasn't emailed my regional coordinator. That's amazing. But I, I offered, I, I did offer that option to him. Oh I said, if you're not happy, you can, you, you know, you can email Jack, the RC, yeah. and, and and tell him I'm unhappy with me. You are. Here's the judge feedback think, form. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he has yet, but I, I'm kind of hoping he does. Yeah, just so you, you know, you can just tell him to kindly go away. Yeah. <laughs> that's preposterous. Too much gender bias. That's excellent. In a, in a game populated by, I don't think it's exaggerating, at, at, in terms of tournament play, like 90% men. Yeah. <laughs> Having a gender bias towards women? What? Like, that's not. Oh, that's God. Why, see, that's why, that's why you see women winning all of these tournaments whenever yeah, they play. Right? 
because sort of gender bias. the judges just they can't they can't stop themselves. The bias creeps in. Yeah, yeah, they just they just put all these give all these wins and all these games give, give all these game losses to men just because really, they don't deserve it. I mean, really, I mean, literally, a, zero men have won mythic championships. That is true. Yeah, that's true. It's true. It's, uh, it's part of the judge test. Actually, we have to test your bias. <laughs> I mean, I I'm going to go out on a limb here and suggest that's because Autumn is an incredibly talented magic player yeah. and they prepared very well for the tournament. Yeah. But yeah. I'm fully hoping that it's just that men aren't allowed to play magic professionally anymore. That would be excellent. <laughs> I saw a comment, I think it was in the, the Forbes article that Autumn did recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a comment underneath it that was all, you know, sort of bemoaning the fact that we were talking about gender. And it actually said, and I, I still can't believe this, it actually said the sentence, I'm, you know, these, I'm sick of seeing these people getting celebrated for doing nothing. <laughs> for doing nothing, yeah. For doing, yeah. For doing sure. nothing. And it was absolutely. like, it's like, it's like, yes, that's why Autumn's in a Forbes article. That's 100% the reason. Absolutely yeah, nothing. Yeah. Nothing they, at all. Uh, they turned up uh, and then they were handed a trophy. Yeah. And then we all went home. That's exactly how it went down. Like, are, are, you a, are you a man? No, excellent. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Here's some silverware, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, unfortunately nowhere near how it works. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I guess that's the thing. I mean, because there was, I can't remember where I saw it, but there's um, some statistics about, I mean, because we, in terms of people that engage with magic, we are like a tiny, tiny proportion, right? Yeah. Like the people that turn up to GPs and engage with it properly and host podcasts. So that's a very small member of the, you know, like, part of the magic community. Um, where, like, in terms of kitchen table magic, people that just go and buy booster packs, go and buy boxes and stuff to play with their friends at the kitchen table or anything like that. So it's like, a lot of women play. I can't remember the exact statistics at this point, but it is it is a lot more diverse than it seems to be at at the top. Yeah, I mean there is there is a a, a drop off between people that play ma- women that play magic and women that play competitive magic. There's mm. a, a big sort of disparity. I think it was I think Megan Wolf from uh, Good Luck High Five wrote an article about this, and, it, and these two statistics kind of came into play. I think it was in 2005 or. Uh, 2015 sorry 2016 and it was all about why don't you know what what's the what's the door here what's the barrier and it was uh, it was about you know people the way people reacted or their attitudes towards women in competitive tournaments there's a lot of i was speaking to someone earlier today who was um part of a tournament where someone stalled and stalled in multi four and ended up drawing and their they didn't want to. They, they, I think their reason was they had a 100% win rate against women, oh. and they, they didn't. They didn't want to risk uh, because the game was one-one. They didn't. They didn't want to risk breaking that, so they just they they kind of stalled until they drew. And That's it's just that a lot horrible. of a- attitudes like that of oh, you know, you've got the you got beat by a girl, or oh, you're playing the girl, you're going to win, and, and things like that. Jeez. It's just yeah, that's it, that, that sort of puts in perspective how prevalent it is, right? Yeah. Those attitudes do exist. Those those people exist yeah. that are absolutely horrible. Um, that that say those things because they don't think that people that aren't cisgendered white men belong in playing magic. There's um, a very there's a very good thread on Twitter, and it's Gabby Sparks posted it last week, um, and mm-hmm. it's it's about I it got retweeted a lot. You've maybe seen it. It was. I can't believe I kept playing magic after this moments. Oh yeah. And I think yeah. Gabby's example was turning up to a PPTQ and getting beat by like 
pack rat and then pack rat yeah. and then pack rat. <laughs> and someone else pointed out that all of all of the men, or most of the men, sorry, in there were were talking about you know they've they've got a they've multi they've done a LSV in multi four in the finals or something, or they've you know they've got mana screwed or something like that. Um, and most, if not all, of the women had some story of being at a store and having someone creepy just keep asking them out or make comments to them or get really upset because a woman's beat them um i think yeah. yes it's just that that's you only have to go and look at that really to kind of see the the sort of experiences of and a lot of these people are saying oh this was at my first fnm or my first pptq or my first pre-release or something and i can't imagine the sort of strength of character you must have to have to go back yeah, and keep after doing that. and yeah. keep playing and still kind of be here talking about it you know x amount of years later yeah i mean that's the thing i i've had you know personally i've i've, I've had mostly positive experience with magic like nothing that gross or that yeah. intentionally you know unpleasant um but that's 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 i think that's that's sort of the overarching point, right? It's like people don't, and don't, people don't know those things happen. Like, yeah. I uh, expect that a lot of people wouldn't engage in that behavior, wouldn't be that, would behave in that way to a woman playing magic. But people don't seem to take it seriously when they say that that does happen, and it seems to happen quite a lot. Oh, um, yeah. And you know, women are saying this and saying this happened to me, and you still go back to that. Well, I've never seen it happen. It's like, well, okay, maybe you weren't paying attention enough. Yeah. <laughs> That seems a bit like maybe it was happening. Maybe it was happening literally next to you, and you were too invested in your own game of commander to be to have any clue that it was happening because it's 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 not important. And I think the fact the fact that we have a lot of representation um, in content creators, um, a lot of uh, grinders of Magic tournaments, uh, we have a lot of representation of different different diversity. And uh, Wizards of the Coast and themselves are, are trying to champion that as best they can. Um, yeah hopefully that that becomes more obvious to people hopefully that becomes more at the forefront of people's thinking when it comes to magic that they will notice these things and have, have like maybe they'll be able to challenge those things and and i think that's that's an important part of it is, is challenge those behaviors that you challenge those behaviors that if you do see them you know if you see someone being horrible or, or being a bit gross or yeah. making them more feel uncomfortable like using your position as someone that fits into that group that that hasn't had to do with it to, to explain to that person why it's why it's a problem, why they should stop doing it and, yeah. and not, not just sort of sweeping it under the rug and saying, oh, but it's not happening to me, so therefore... Yeah. Um, I'm a, yeah, very, a very big pusher of leading by example mm-hmm. in this situation because, I mean, we, I, you know, we can stand up and shout all we want and, you know, we do and it's great, but until, you know, people are always going to look at us and go, oh, you're just a social justice warrior, you're just an angry, you know, femid, feminist or whatever. Mm. And that's very easy to dismiss that because you can just you can just brush it off and go, oh, you know, you're just SGW, blah, 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 yeah. which I've heard a lot of. But as soon as, you know, the sort of cis male side starts to also stand up it becomes a lot harder i think to to brush it off when you've got someone that you know looks like you and thinks like you is 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 telling you no you you know you can't do this that becomes much harder to just you know kick under the rug and forget about yeah exactly use that use that position use the fact that you you connect with that person on that on that sort of level the fact that they 
they aren't part of the, I mean that they're part of the, the majority in the situation right they're, they're the people that yeah you know, use, using that to to help other people to, to help other people up to help people, other people out in situations where it, where it might be um, uncomfortable for someone else like just don't ignore it like you have the opportunity to better someone to teach them something to to help them be better this is basically what, what it is yeah. just to help yeah. other people to be better and um, it's we, we notice when people do it like we do Mm-hmm. We do. We we notice when it happens, and it it really is appreciated, especially if it's very intimidating as, well, in particular as as a a woman to stand up, in a in a GP hall if someone's you know being super creepy and super horrible, mm. to kind of stand up in a room in a massive room full of dudes and be like you know you you can't do that that's not really on. Yep. It's very intimidating even yeah, as I can imagine. I mean I I I will quite happily do it. I don't really care. But mm-hmm. for a lot of people that's that's a really scary thing to do. So if we we kind of need that section of the community to stand up with us and sort of back us up a bit. Yeah, because they are the majority. And if the majority start saying things and start doing things and start, you know, calling out certain behaviours, then it, it's a lot easier for it to become more acceptable a lot more quickly. Yeah, yeah, Excellent. definitely. I definitely agree with that lead by example thing. And yeah, I, I I do try to do try to do what I can as far as calling people out for saying things they shouldn't, and especially when it comes to like at events. Like I've run, uh, I've run tournaments for for years and. Again, I do try to sort of foster that that community of everybody's welcome. Nobody should feel uncomfortable, that kind of thing. But you're right. Like even at times, like for myself, like it 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 can be difficult. But I do think that mm-hmm. leading by example is is definitely the best way. And the more people like myself do stand up and speak out, I think I think it'll just get, get better for everybody. Which I think, I think is what everyone just wants at the end of the day. Like just mm-hmm. everyone another, just wants to have a good time right? another thing that I don't think people think about a lot is things like blogs of you know testimonies of non-binary people saying how much this is how much this means to them yeah. is that I pushed for a lot of my um, male friends to kind of share it in their circles and in their other you know discord channels or whatever because I've got you know a lot of the people that contributed to it you know were retweeting it and sharing it and whatever and it's like that's you know that's great but you kind of you don't just want it to circulate in that circle. You need to amplify. We need we need this these parts of the community to amplify these voices and these experiences to kind of get it out there. And I did get a lot of people after that saying, "Oh, I hadn't thought about it this way. You know, I I didn't realise how difficult it was and how how p- uncomfortable it could make people feel." And that was purely from people sharing it with people that maybe wouldn't have these experiences because they don't they don't know anybody that's non-binary or trans or or anything like that. Yeah. So it's I, I'm very pushy when it comes to people just amplifying voices, which is part of the reason I did it because I thought, well, I can I've I've kind of got a, a reasonable-ish platform. I can maybe lift these voices up a little bit and get people to say in their own words what this means to them, which is better than me explaining what it means to them because I'm you know I'm not in that. I'm not part of that community, um, but it's I'm I'm all about get the get those voices out there, even if you don't think that there's anything you can do because you don't you know you're you're not non-binary yourself or anything like that. You know you can always share things and retweet things and lift these voices up so they get a wider audience, which I think is is I've seen it yeah, make definitely. changes to people. I've seen people it's opened people's eyes and it's kind of opened a door for them into these experiences that people are having, which wouldn't have happened otherwise. Yeah, that's, that's a really good point. Like, I think like if, even if if you would struggle with 
you know, maybe feel uncomfortable enough yourself to call stuff out in an environment like like your FNM or a GP or whatever. Like the very least you can't do is just you know retweet something or reblog something. Like it's yeah. it's twenty nineteen. I'm sure. I'm sure most guys can can do that without like you know crumbling into dust. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I, like I've said, that 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 um that article was was very. It's very important for me. Like, made me feel a lot more comfortable. Like, it was, it was, it filled me with a lot of joy to see so many people's accounts that, like, they felt more comfortable and that they were, you know, it was, it was important for them. And it's, it, like you said, it's, it's something that not a lot of people consider. And I, I saw a lot of comments on that post being like, "Oh, I didn't think about it that way." It's like, yeah, well, when you have like, I mean, how many people? Did you have commenting for that for that blog post? Oh god, um, <laughs> lot, I can't right? even remember. It was it. it, it it was about, I think, six thousand words by the time I'd finished. Jeez. It was, it was. I, I, I lost count. It, it, it just went took took off completely, and I, I yeah. lost count eventually. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's understanding that you know, we exist. We're here. We're playing the game. We want to be represented and respected. And I, yeah, I've put it put it, putting it in in an article and sharing it around and just even if even if people didn't. Because I know I'm I'm certainly guilty a lot of the time for not reading a full article and just skimming it, but the, the, yeah. surely the length of the article and the, how many sort of testimonies and, and first-hand experiences you had from people just shows how important it is and how much it means to to people. Yeah, I did. I did kind of worry after after a day or two of just getting inundated with messages. I was like, God, people aren't going to read this. This is far too long. And I was really I was really hoping people would because I was mm. I was sitting reading them and I was getting quite. You know, I, I, I'm a notorious robot. I don't get emotional at much, but I, even I was sort of choking up a little bit and thinking, "This is this is great." I did, I did worry a little bit that that people um, weren't were going to look at this wall of text with some, you know, magic art interspersed and think, "Oh God, I cannot tackle that." But I think that's another thing. If if somebody you respect is saying something, saying this is great, you know, you should read it, then you'll think, "Oh, okay, that's you know, I'll I'll dive in," as opposed to just staying in this little sort of subsection of the community where it you know it's people are like oh i'll just overlook that the more the more people share it into their communities and the more it gets picked up i think bdm shared it and that got a lot of people um reading it because obviously it's oh, amazing it's bdm yeah, yeah you could you could you could post a link to the phone book and people would read it but <laughs> yeah it's like things things like that like some the moment somebody you you a big name shares it and somebody you respect shares it you're you're gonna automatically think this is something of value that i should be getting involved with Mm -hmm. absolutely and it it, it certainly certainly had a lot of value um it's yeah it's 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 just good to to see that conversation being had and and these people feeling like they're comfortable enough to just to discuss it um, and to, to be open about themselves and and not having to separate who you are and, and your identity from your hobby yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, magic is. I mean, outside of my partner and my job, <laughs> magic is essentially my life, right? Yeah. So being able to feel comfortable in every aspect of my life and, and just be able to to enjoy myself and feel comfortable is is certainly an incredibly important thing. Um, I feel like we could probably talk about this for another like three hours, right? Yeah, for but... sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't 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 challenge me. <laughs> <laughs> I, ju- I just have like a, so as I guess from like the the boo cis white man perspective, like I, I just <laughs> I, a lot of the time I just kind of like fail to like even comprehend some of these like viewpoints. So like people can be like so quick and so easy to like look at something like Dragon Lord Colligan and be like, oh, I can totally accept that Dragon Lord Colligan's female. 
but then not be able to apply the same amount of respect to another human being. Like, bizarre. Yeah. It's strange, right? It's yeah. like when people say things like, oh, whenever there's any, you know, LGBT characters and everyone's like, this is so, this is so ridiculous. And it's like, dude, you're, you're, you're playing a game with elves and dragons yeah. in it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I really don't think that's going to be, the, that's not the hardest, you know, reality that you have to, yeah, you like have to you kind can, of adapt to here. You can like correctly pronoun Dragon Lord Colligan, so you should be able to correctly pronoun the person that opposite yeah. you, like the very least. 100%. I mean, look at the look at the Eldrazi. If you can get on board with the Eldrazi, yeah. you can a hundred percent get on board with using somebody's pronouns. Yeah, yeah, that, I think that's that's an excellent way to put it in, in those terms. Like, because I mean, it happened. It happened a lot of time where you had like um, uh, Alicia, Alesha from yeah. Fate Forged. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, Roche, yeah, yeah. Um, I own a lot of copies of that card <laughs> for, sen- <laughs> for sentimental reasons. Because um, you know, it's a, it's a trans character they put in the law specifically, and I think that, that that's an example of Watsi like being cognizant of it and trying to, you know, increase representation within the game. When you had uh, Halar from Dominaria, yeah, I also own a lot of copies of that card because it's very important to me. <laughs> um, and yeah, like I, I just I think that was really cool. That really meant a lot to me. The fact that people who make my favorite game are also willing to be accepting of my identity and like try and make that part of the game. Um, and like you said, like if yeah, if you're willing to to just suspend your disbelief, I suppose, in terms of understanding mythical creatures and how to you can call Emrakul she, you know, but you're not willing to do that with with people human like human beings who are sitting in front of you who actually exist who aren't just pictures. Um, I think that's, that's it's a good way to sort of put it across. Like you're willing to do all of these things, and, and you know you're willing to pronounce all these strange words um, yeah. that some someone has just made up, but someone who's telling you that it's their very real life, it's their very real experience that affects them on a day to day basis, and you're not willing to accept that seems completely wild to me. Yeah, I think that you when when you kind of look at it that way, it's like you really have no excuse. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Mm. If you if you can if you can if you can say the sentence I attack with my thirteen thirteen spaghetti monster with a completely straight face, <laughs> unironically, I think you're you're probably going to be fine. Yeah, like how how much stupid stuff do you say in a commander pod, right? Like that just when you actually break down what you're thinking. Like, um, so I've been uh, doing the podcast or something, and 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 my partner's walked into the room while I'm recording, and has just heard me say the most absurd things and just pulled ridiculous face and started laughing. It's like, yeah, that that's how ridiculous it is. Like, yeah. why can't you take these real things seriously? If you think they sound stupid or they sound ridiculous, like magic cards are stupid and ridiculous. Like, well, like when you're playing like a cube on Modo, and it's like I'm going to attack you with my octopus and my pig. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, just apply it to apply it to life. What you're doing is stupid. Yeah. But so don't like have that opinion about things that are very very real and very important to people um yeah that's the thing because you talk about it you're like, oh, oh, oh I, I play a stupid card game i play a kid's card game i play a nerdy card game it's like yeah so you know be be serious and be and be um respectful to things that actually matter i do love people... the, the amount of people that will say i'll oh, keep politics out of my game and then we'll sit down like a five-man commander pod yeah, <laughs> it's like, and it's like, are you sure? Are you sure you want to take that stance right now? Yeah, it's like you're going to get into some goddamn heated arguments in that yeah. in that game. So <laughs> yeah. uh, that's great. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use that a lot. Um, I'm, gonna, yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna like, if you can, if you can accept the, how stupid magic is, you can accept all these very serious and very real things. Yeah, it's a nice, it's a nice way to kind of to break it down and, and prove really how how absurd it is to not do that to to not make every effort you can to make people 
comfortable because you think it's it's too hard or you don't want it or it doesn't have a place in the game and it's like it, it does it 100 percent does yeah yeah absolutely um yeah it's just it's 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 simple stuff that people need to to, to keep at the, at the front of their mind i think um awesome i mean i i asked this question very tentatively <laughs> but is, <laughs> is there anything else anyone wants to to touch on in specific because I'm aware that we could we could go on for hours. Uh, nothing, no, nothing that I I won't end up talking until about eleven o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I just feel like you know it, it's kind of like on on us to to do more to like I mean when I say us I mean specifically like you know cisgendered white guys like to just to do more to listen to listen to the people in the community when they when they say these things are happening when they say they're, they're having these experiences and you know listen to advice that they can give for, for how how we can make the the game just to be a bit more a bit more welcoming for, for people who you know don't don't look like us and just share you know things even if it's not about yeah. you know experiences in the community even if it's an article about legacy or something by someone who's a woman or non-binary or trans you know just just share it and get it out there and normalize it and kind of get that that visibility going because the the male community does generally have the most visibility just because of sheer numbers you know they're the most visible section most of the time so the more you there's really power there to kind of get these lift these people up and make these people these other people, you know, these these people who aren't always so visible, make them visible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, the, the entire of the Magic Pro League is is thirty six dudes, right? Yeah. Um, so you know, they're like the the best, and I, I'm saying that with obvious air quotes. Players in in the game. Um, and I, I can't wait to see Autumn. Oh yeah, they definitely the whole thing. Right? Take the whole thing down. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't I, I can't quite remember when the Mythic Invitational is, but they're obviously going to cross that. So. Yeah. Then they're going to continue to be really good, and then just get in the MPL, and that'll be that would be amazing. Um, yeah, it does. That's yeah, just just. I've, I've, <laughs> every every time I, I'm like, okay, we can finish now. I just thought I think of so many more things to say. Um, yeah, I, I'm sure we, we could go on for, uh, forever, but it's pretty much all we have time for this week. Uh, once again, we are approaching the second hour. If you've oh, my heard, apologies. <laughs> uh, oh no, if, I do this every week. Don't worry about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you have heard anything on the show today that you feel passionate about, you want to hit us up. Uh, you can get us at us on our social media uh, we are on twitter at hfdcast uh, facebook.com slash hfdcast uh, hfdcast.com or just patreon.com slash hour of devastation if you do feel like you want to give anything back at all you can find me on my own social personal social media at uh, at peach garden oaf on twitter that's oaf of an f or facebook joe loudon i'm probably going to be reblogging retweeting some awesome awesome articles in magic groups now yeah thank you for being the uh, the, the token white guy joe <laughs> <laughs> we, we really we really appreciate you it's, it's nice yeah. to have my voice heard for once yeah sure. <laughs> yeah it's great man i mean that, that's i think i think you're a good example of you know knowing when to to let other people speak and to to, to be to be polite and respectful to other people um to not complain about nudity and dinosaurs thank you <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all just virtue signaling anyway, right? Oh, yeah, that's, that's ab- ab- I'm so excited. You can see my virtue signals from here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited to get those comments on this on this episode. That would be amazing. Yeah. That's one of my favourite, like, is it an insult? I think it's quite a good thing, right? Yeah. Oh, I've, I've taken a day off work to read the comments. <laughs> highlight of my year. Yeah, I've, got, I've actually got the day off work on Wednesday when this goes live, so... <laughs> Um, yeah, you can you can find me on Twitter at snail69. Nice, thank you, Joe. Nice. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, I think it's very nice. Um, the yeah, you can find me there. Like you know, I'll be tweeting about the fact that people can gender 
dragons correctly, uh, but not human beings. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make some sweet tweets about it. Um, yeah, Kirsty, do you want to remind people where they can find your, your excellent content? Yeah, I'm on Twitter at HeyWorstArtist, and you'll probably find me sharing photos of my cats and rolling my eyes so far back at my head you can see my skull. Um, <laughs> or you can find the blog at ungluedmtg.wordpress.com that there's a link to that on the Twitter account as well, and you've probably stumbled across it in some Facebook group somewhere as well. <laughs> or you can go on BDM's personal facebook page it's up there too <laughs> <laughs> awesome so that is pretty much all we have time for this week and uh, once again we are approaching the second hour the god pharaoh has returned so we'll see you again next week on our devastation <laughs>